0: Bismillah ar rahim Continuing with the discussion about the situation at the time of death, how the shayateen tried to mislead a person. So, this is mention further, Imam Abu Jafar Qurtubi, his death in the presence of shayateen. When Imam Abu Jafar Qurtubi rahmatullah pangs of death started, those present to him made talqeen of the kalima la ilaha illallah. He started reciting and expected him to recite. He answered, la, there's no. After a while he regained consciousness. He opened his eyes. The people said, you said la in answer to our talqeen of reciting la ilaha illallah. What happened? He answered, I was not saying this word in response to you. Two shayateen were standing in front of me. One was saying, die on the Christian religion. The other was saying, die on the Jewish religion. In response to this, I said, la, la, it is no, no. I also said to them, you are telling me this, whereas I personally wrote this hadith of Nabi Sallallahu Sallam, recorded in Tirmizi and Nasa'i, إِنَّ الشَّيْطَانَ يَأْتِي أَحَدَكُمْ قَبْلَ مَوْتِهِ فَيَقُولُ لَهُ يَهُوْدِيًّا أَوْ That verily shaitan comes to some of you before your death and says die as a, as a Jew or a Christian. Ma'am Qurtubi after narrating this incident says that these type of incidents have occurred to many pious people of the ummah that they would refuse at the time when they were told to recite the kalimah. The onlooker would think that he was refusing to recite the kalima, whereas he was refusing to say the words of shaitan. Prophet Mujahid says, when a believer is about to pass away, his companions and associates are brought in front of him. When a believer is about to pass away, his companions and associates are brought in front of him. If he was from those who involved himself in vain acts and pastimes, then those people will be presented. If he was from the ahl Zikr, those who remembered Allah Ta'ala, then they will be presented. It's something extremely important and extremely pertinent, something to reflect upon, that the type of company a person keeps, that will also be something that will affect his situation at the time of death. The Mujahid says, when a believer is about to pass away, his companions and associates are brought in front of him. If he was from those who were involved who involved himself in vain acts and pastimes, then these people will be presented. If he was from the Ahl Zikr, that is those who remembered Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then they would be presented. Therefore, every person should ensure that they abstain from the company of negligent people and those people absorbed in futility and pastimes. This aspect of company, association, this is something that cannot be overemphasized. The type of company a person <coughs> keeps, it affects his life and it affects his death also. Can we imagine at the time of a person passing away, now such forms are presented in front of him of those who are or were involved in futile things, vain things, Allah forbid, haram things. So at that time, at that crucial moment, what is his heart going to get inclined towards? And if he was involved or associated with those who were pious, those who were inclined towards righteousness, those who were inclined towards good deeds, then that itself becomes a great support for him at the time, Of his death. The glad tidings and assistance of the angels against Shaitan. Man is extremely weak. Thereafter, he becomes sick. His senses from before are not in order. Besides this, the severest pain of the removal of the soul and the pangs of death. In this fearful stage is the attack of an army of enemies. These armies, too, are not in their own appearance but in the form of parents, friends and loved ones. They give advice in a well-wishing manner. But this is all obviously a deception. Pondering over all these things, the thought comes that perhaps not even one person will be able to remain firm at this stage. Just as this time is severe, the scene is frightening, and the path dangerous, so too has Allah Ta'ala, who is Rahim, Kareem, who is most merciful, most kind, made abundant provisions to assist this weak human being? Allah Taala says, "Inna al-ladhi naqalu rabbanallah, thumma istaqamu tatenazzalu alayhimu al-malaika ala taqafu wa la ta'hzanu wa abshiru bil-jannah alati kuntum tu'adun. Nahnu awliya'ukum fil-hayat dunya wa fil-akhirah, wala kum fiha ma ta'jtihi anfusukum, wala kum fiha ma tad'oon." Nuzulam min ghafoor Rahim. raheem. Latala says, Verily, those who say, Our Rabb is Allah, they are steadfast. That is, they have istiqamat on this iman and deen. They do not leave it, they remain firm on deen. Summa istiqamu. This is the greatest karamat. People become very, very thrilled to see something supernatural, something out of the ordinary. To see something that is extraordinary, somebody did something which normal people, ordinary people cannot do, somebody started flying in the air maybe, somebody started walking on water, somebody started doing something which mesmerized somebody. So, these are not things that mean anything really. This is something that is not based necessarily on a person's being. These are things sometimes even disbelievers can do. It is dependent on a person exercising himself in a certain way. And he can gain these abilities and strengths. But this doesn't mean anything. What is of significance is that a person has istiqamat on sunnat. Prophet so often mentioned the incident of Shaykh Junaid Baghdadi Rahmatullahi that one person came and he stayed ten years with him. And after ten years, suddenly one day out of the blue, he said, I'm going. <coughs> so Suddenly, you're just leaving ten years, you were here, out of the blue, just suddenly you want to leave, what happened? So he says, ten years I was here, I haven't seen one karamat. Now he came with the wrong objective. If a person goes with a wrong objective, then he will never achieve anything. If a person's objective is that I'll get barkat in my dunya, maybe that might happen, but he won't progress in deen. Associating with the Ahlullah, being in righteous company, doing righteous actions, the primary objective of this is to gain the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala, to reach Allah Ta'ala. All the other aspects will happen, but if a person made that his objective, that may happen or may not happen, but getting to Allah Ta'ala, getting the Muhammad of Allah Ta'ala, getting the love of Allah Ta'ala, that will be a far away thing. So this person also had this wrong objective, he said, well if that was your objective for being here all this while, fine you can carry on, but then he said, one question I want to ask you, that in these ten years that you were here, Have you seen me ever conduct myself in any way that was against the sunnah, in any action? Did I do anything contrary to the sunnah? So he said, no, that I have never seen. I have never observed you doing anything contrary to the sunnah. So he sighed deeply on that and he responded and he said, what bigger karamat are you looking for? You're saying you came here for 10 years, you stayed here, you didn't see any karamat. But now you are acknowledging that for 10 years you didn't see me do anything contrary to the sunnah. What bigger karamat are you looking for? The biggest karamat is istiqamat. That a person remains firm on deen and firm on the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi Allah ta'ala says, verily those who say, our Rabb is Allah, they are steadfast. Then the angels descend upon them saying, that, do not fear and do not grieve. And be happy with the Jannah which you had been promised. In other words, at the time of their death... This is the glad tidings they receive from the angels. While they are still in dunya, they are on the way to the akhirat, their ruh is about to leave, and this is the glad tidings they get. That do not fear and do not grieve, and be happy with the jannat which you had been promised. We were your friends in the worldly life, and we will be in the hereafter. This is the benefit of having been in good company, that the angels also accompany him. And for you in it is that which you desire, and for you in it is that which you ask for. That is in jannat. This is an invitation from the most forgiving, the most merciful. In this verse, two words especially are worthy of pondering over, in which different tafsirs are mentioned. Inshallah, we'll... several things mentioned here. We will discuss this tomorrow, inshallah. Allah ta'ala give us سبحان الله بحمده سبحانك الله